Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeon Drunks, stuff happened. This week, different stuff is happening. I'm Lauren, also known as Obocrazy, your humble DM, and we're not picking up with the normal cast of characters as you know them. We're doing a special one-shot, and I am not your humble DM for this show. I'm going to be playing Shadow the Fire Bear. That's right. I'm playing a shadow, and I'm drinking something in, in honor of Travancore, in honor of the fact that our our new DM for this episode usually plays a character who likes apples. I'm drinking the bad apple, which is Two Towns Cider House Imperial Apple, which is just awesome and it, delicious. And it's hard cider and it makes me happy. And I've already drank way too much of it. <laughs> and so I might be... I might be a little bit of a drunk shadow fire bear, but we'll see. <laughs> That's how fire bears explode. Yeah. That's that is. Alcohol and fire bear don't mix. Now I want to know if shadow can breathe fire. Jonathan, what are you drinking and, and who are you playing? This is Jonathan, and I normally play Jonathan the Magimuscular, but tonight I am playing his faithful owl buddy, Buxton Bertram Bellwether. A.K.A. Bucks. I actually remembered his name. And I am drinking... <laughs> a I would hope so with your photographic memory. Libre, which is soda or cola, uh, rum, and lime juice. And tonight's shot to be consumed at the first casting of Fireball, we'll see, is dedicated to, once again, Travancore, but more specifically, Travancore Spawn, Travancore Jr., who is just the most adorable thing to walk Faerun or any other realm. So, Travancore Jr., this is for you. Aww. You're here. Aww. And, well, normally I'd say Bernie, but this is Jules. What are you drinking and who are you playing as? Hi, guys. Uh, I'm Jules, and I also bought cider because Travancore <laughs> yes! I love it. Um, this is a local entry so into the Cider Wars. It's called Ruby, and it is in Ontario Cranberry and Sherry Cider, and I am absolutely loving it. That sounds good. Um, and tonight, instead of your nonsense healing cleric i'm going to be playing the baron von coco snoot her mastiff battle steed yay yes as you probably guessed by now it's it's animals time and so let's turn to who is usually carlton but john what are you drinking and do you want to tell us who you're playing uh i am john i usually play carlton i am drinking uh pure leaf raspberry tea and as our recent twitter poll pointed out i do not have an animal companion so we'll see who i'll be playing as this recent Twitter poll pointed out, we already have a lot of animal companions. So as your humble, normal DM, I would like to say, oh, God, all the animals. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what you're playing as. I'm excited. And finally, last but absolutely not least, Jack, normally our Travancore, Viceroy of Glenmar, our humble DM for this show. I turn it over to you. What are you drinking? Ordinarily, I'd be telling you what the Viceroy's choice is, but look at me. Look at me. I am the dungeon master now. <laughs> and what, uh, and what I'm drinking 
is I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a cider combo breaker, I guess, is uh, the blueberry Berliner Weisse from the Conchahocken Brewing Company. So like Jules, I'm drinking local to my locality. And it is a sort of akin to a sour ale. I get my violet Beauregard on. I, I like it. Um kinda kicking myself for not doing cider or not doing wine, even though I declared a wine emergency earlier today. But <laughs> Let me, I guess I gotta get into our, our little adventure here. So this is something I've been working on for on and off for a couple of months now, and I'm really excited to, to do. Um, and I guess I'll just dive into what it is we're doing. So we'll start at a normal bucolic scene in uh, in the pocket house. It is morning. Our, our heroes are all getting up and, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, getting ready to go on their next adventure. And if, sure enough, they're uh, the regular animal companions, uh, Bucks, Shadow, and Coco Snoot are all in town. Everyone goes through the portal, expecting to end up in Waterdeep or wherever it is that they are at any given point. Um, we'll future canon whatever it out later. <laughs> but as you can imagine, with that kind of setup, Shadow, Bucks, and Coco Snoot do not emerge where they expect to be. They find themselves in a dank, dark room. Not a room, a room. And uh, what they see... In front of them is a uh, a huge dire wolf, kind of slumped over. Like they think maybe they're injured, but he could just be sleeping. What do you guys want to do? Well, uh, huh, I don't, I don't know. Should should we go over? Should is it dead? I don't. Where is it dead? Is Travancore? I don't know what I should be doing. Oh, right. If I don't right. have Travancore um, here. Um, I don't. This is weird. I don't see. I don't see Jonathan the magic muscular anymore. Also, I can talk all of a sudden. It is very a lot easier than trying to project images into his head. I wish I could talk all the time. Ah, <sighs> Coco Snoot, can you talk? Bernie leaves me alone all the time. I have babysat myself <laughs> for many years. This <laughs> Oh, I feel. Okay. I feel. You're the bird. Bird. Can you do the poking? Poke, poking the bear. Poking oh, oh, the wolf. Oh, oh yes. I, I, I we do go... not want the bear to get too close to the wolf. You might get friendly. You are tiny and it, will, it probably cannot catch you. You are very fast. I've seen you. You can pote a wolf. I, I, I will go do that. I, I, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go over and I will, I, will, I will switch the bear. Or the not the bear, the wolf. You don't really need a dice roll for this. But, um, <laughs> but because I'm the DM, I kind of want to <laughs> see one. Just a regular D20. Let's, All right. Let's see how successful you are at poking this thing. Be, please be careful, because you are small, and I need you to scratch my butt. Um, <laughs> yes, I do not like Shadow, my Shadow, nose is a little too. And, 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 and I, I don't, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, one moment. And uh, Shadow, or I'm sorry, Bucks takes wing and flies over to this wolf and does a uh, flyby scratching to the tune of 13. Ooh, with a 13, uh, the dire wolf stirs awake, a bit groggy, but otherwise intact. I want to immediately get into kind of a defensive posture in front of Coco Snoot. Not because Shadow is defending Coco Snoot, but Shadow is so used to just being the defensive bear at the front lines that he just wants to be at the front of everything. And so he's just there, not growling, but just like... Coco, Coco Snoot knows that he's short enough to like kind of get underneath Shadow's legs and in like the most dignified manner he possibly can. He just like tries to nonchalantly walk through the legs and he says, good morning, wolf. As as Sha as uh, I keep saying Shadow, as Bucks wings over and lands on Shadow's head, he kind of goes mm, with his two wings like. <laughs> 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 like karate style. Does like, Bucks know karate? Yeah, just, what the hell? All right. Like, 
I give her uh, a ha and a hi ya. Oh, I, the, I, I do uh, owl style. You, you, you smell like brother. Mm. I, I do. I, I have brothers. It means in the theater we don't talk about her, uh, but they are back <laughs> in old country. Are you friend of brother? Uh, does brother have any other than brother? Mom called Carlton. Ah, yes, the big fat green one. Yes, I see. He's got the mu- more muscles than the one that calls himself the muscles. Uh, he, uh, but yes, uh, he he's nice. He gave me biscuit once. Do you know where he is? Because we we got here and we didn't. We're not supposed to be here without them. And I'm we. If you know where where the big the big guy is, then you'll know where Travancore is. I was following his scent from Forest. He does have a scent. It mostly comes out of his behind. Uh, oh, 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 yes. He's, he's quite quite odorific. Ugh. He once told my Barney that he was raised by wolves, but I have never seen any evidence of this. But here you are, a wolf. <laughs> so perhaps he was not lying, or perhaps he was not confused. Every now and then he is confused, and I see him stick things in his rear end. Suddenly, because he all still do that. things in D&D happen <laughs> best suddenly... You hear a very loud, booming voice declare the following. Godspeed, you animal emperors. The Alcar Presidency has liberated this facility from the implacable foe. You step forward to join the animal vanguard to defend our glorious motherland. Please, step forward. And for whatever reason, it was there, and you you probably saw it, but... Hearing the voice call attention to it, you see a door. There's the room that you're in has, uh, you know, three or four walls, which all good rooms do, and a ceiling. And there is a door leading to the next room. Is there a floor? That's the that's the thing I'm really concerned about. Yeah, Yeah. we're gonna theater of the mind the floor, but you all can assume that a floor is is there. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Coco Snoot's gonna sniff the and go. Oh no, I know what the motherland smells like. This is not the motherland. Do I recognize the voice? Roll a... I'm trying to think what check this would be. Roll a perception check, just because that's what I'm used to. And that's... Is perception wisdom? Yes. Ooh. Yes, it is. Oh, good, because Everyone I have advantage on perception checks. I just to figure out what my wisdom is. Uh, mine also has advantage based on hearing or smell. I was about to say, double check that, because some of them rely only on smell and some on hearing. Uh, I don't have advantage, yeah. but rely Shadow on did hearing roll... Or on... Smell. There you go. I only have on smell, but I still rolled a 19. 19? Oh, shh. <laughs> drink. Everybody drink. Holy crap. Oh, wow. That's exciting. First natural 20 in my game. I told you, I tell you this is not the motherly. All right. For I posterity, let's read our numbers. Uh, Bucks. Six, because he his advantage relies on sight, not by sound or smell. Shadow. That's a 19 for the fire bear. Ooh. Baron Von Coco Snoot. Uh, the Baron got a natural 20. Nice. And blue. Uh, 15. Ooh, okay. So, I will say, Shadow, because you are the one who spends the most time with Travancore, you know his voice. You know he speaks common almost all the time to you. He almost never goes in other languages unless he needs to. But it's still accented in a certain way. And the accent seems familiar, but it's different. It's sort of like if the person speaking was from, you know, New Jersey, but Travancore was like from upstate, like not upstate New York, but like Long Island. So there's similarities in the accent, 
but it's different. Uh, they both say hmm. water. Yeah. Well, no, actually. It's uh I will get into how the Alcar presidency pronounces that word in just a bit. But Baron von Coco Snoot, with that perfect role, this is definitely a familiar voice. It sounds like Travancore's people sounds like, but there are differences in the diphthongs. I don't know that Baron von Coco Snoot would be know that much detail, but just in terms of being an auditory creature and being hearing this person with that good a role, Shadow knows this because he hears Travancore all the time. Just the guy, the guy just won't shut up. But um, but Baron von Coco Snoot knows that this is a familiar voice. This is like Perconomy, but not Perconomy. And with that, you get the feeling that like um, the enemy they're talking about, the implacable foe might be Brakonum, just because of the, the contempt that you heard in her voice. There's anger in the voice, and the voice was that of a woman, but I don't do voices, so so that's that's worth noting as well. Coco Snoot's gonna say, she's gonna say, Bear, Bear, this sounds like your Travancore, except not like your Travancore. I think this is the enemy of your Travancore. No, I I agree. This, this is Travancore, but it's not Travancore, and it was a lady, which is... Definitely not not no. my Travancore. Bear, I am proud of you. You know the difference between lady and gentleman. Oh, Did oh, not think oh, yes. you know that. Who is this Travancore? <laughs> Travancore is friend of your brother. He uh he is from a place across the sea, perhaps. It sounds like he uh we are now where he is from, maybe? I don't know. But we are where his enemies are. I do not think I do not think we help these people. He is, he is a friend and he is awesome enough that he is awesome so that he is almost a bear. That is high compliment if you are a bear, I found out. Mm, I, 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 I learned I that. I feel like we should get an introduction, though. Um, friend Wolf, uh, what, what, what do people call you? Brother called me Blue. Oh, uh, that, that's quite the name, though. Thank you. Uh, well, yes, yes, quite, 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 uh, quite adept, yes. Yes, and you see that this dire wolf is stark white except for these piercing blue eyes. Ah, uh, yes, I see you have the eyes there. That makes the, the sense to me. This is the the owl, and this is the bear, and I am the Baron von Coco Snoot. Shadow will walk on up, stepping over Coco Snoot, to walk up to Blue and commence with the traditional smelling of each other's butts. Yep. In uh, <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, Blue goes in, he's like, you definitely smell like brother. Uh, you mm. bear buddy. Mmm, did and and you you do kind of smell like Carlton, but only when he's really, really angry. Ah, still has that. Yeah, got it's that from me. To watch. I am Bucks Buxton Bertram Bellwether, but you may call me Bucks. Bucks. He he is very good to scratch on your butt. <laughs> uh, Blue's ears perk up. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> And yes, Bucks this is our owl that does the blood scratch. Uh, Bucks flies over to the top of Blue's head, and he's like, oh, this is my lot, and just starts scratching. Oh, <laughs> I've been trying to get that spot forever. <laughs> this is a talent. You should be very proud of this talent. Oh, well, you know, I'm just a celestial for has lived for thousands of years. But hey, <laughs> who's it? Yes, scratches. Yes, they're so good. Huh. Shall we move on? Uh, Shadow, after introducing himself and doing the the round of of butt sniffs, will so you said a door is open now, like a yeah. There's a single door that's uh, that's open that you can go through. It's kind of the only exit. Obvious exits are that one. Okay. Should we be quiet or as quiet as we can be? Hold on. Uh, let me 
And I want to give a, a, a sniff check. See, like, if I pick up any sense now that the door is open, anything that might kind of wary me. Uh, do direwolves have clean, keen smell? Uh, yes. Then you have advantage. Go ahead and, you, uh, yeah. Blue, you roll the check. <laughs> uh, nine. I okay. guess. I guess look at the all... scent of shadow on my nose. Yeah. We'll all roll a check since we're all sniffy animals. Why not? Okay. It's a 17 for me. Okay. It's a four for Bucks. Ooh. He's not oh. sniffy. He's lucky. That's another 19 for Shadow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, Baron Von Coco Smoot, you roll pretty well. You smell sort of a sterile thing. This place is very old. Uh, you smell, like, dust and a little bit of mold. In the distance, you smell something, an animal that's not one of you guys. Shadow, with, uh, with your roll, you can tell that this animal isn't any of your species, and they're, and they're in the next room. And you smell a little bit of annoyance and desperation and not f- someone trying to mask fear. Does this smell like a, a humanoid or an animal? A beast? This, uh, your role, you know it's a beast. Okay. Uh. So it's, okay, and would I recognize what kind of beast by that scent or no? Mm, nah, you didn't roll high enough. Sorry. Okay. No, that's all right. Shadow might not even know if he rolled a 20. Like, this, I, I doubt anyone has seen this kind of animal before. Not this that I'm saying smell- there's animal in the room or not. This is old country, but not my old country. Just old, old country. country. Old uh, country is a old country. There's something outside. There's something out there that's a beast that I have not smelled before. And Travancore's taken me to a lot of places, and we've smelled a lot of really weird things. So we should be really, really careful. Yes, I heard you smell that weird underdark creature, the flump. What did mm. that smell like? It's, it smelled like marshmallows, which is weird because I've only smelled that once. But it was it was kind of nice. But I didn't like how it talked to me in my head because I couldn't respond back the same way. But, but we should talk about that another time when there isn't something out there that we are not happy with. Bernie would poke this thing. Let us go poke it. I would love, I now love that Flump smelling like marshmallows is canonical in it's our game. canon, yeah. Canonical. Oh my god, you guys, we can just make little flumps out of marshmallow and eat them. Oh dear. The tentacles could be made out of those jellies, the um, uh, gummy jellies. And, gummy worms. Uh, gummy worms, yeah. It'd be awesome. New so, yeah, Eastern Shadow, canon. Shadow would love to creep up to the doorway as quietly as possible in his armor being a giant black bear and try to maybe poke his head out and take a look around. Roll a stealth check. Uh, Blue would like to do the same. Okay. Stealth check from Blue as well. Uh, it's an 11 for sh- for Shadow. And Blue got a 16. Okay. Blue, you're you're a wolf, so you're used to being like in your pack and like, you know, the quiet noise is the difference between getting your next meal and and not. And you're you're quiet. You like you look and you can see the room. Uh, Shadow, you're, you got the armor. You're you're used to. You're more of a fire bear. You've been around uh, humanoids for a long time. You make a little bit of noise, and uh, and the creature that's in the next room says, "Hello, hey, hey, is someone there? Uh, could, could use a hand. There's no pressure. Well, actually, a little bit of pressure. If if given the choice between help me and not help me, I'll I'll say help me. But hey, man, your call. No pressure." When I get to the door, do I do I see anything? Do I so? What you see is uh, you see a room that's mostly empty, and you see like bars on the bottom of that room, and it looks like there's something in there. But you also see, and I'll do my best to draw this thing, a tower that's about 
uh, like a foot tall, not even a foot tall, I'd say six inches. And then you got like a little thing there, like uh, this hard purple colored thing. And then you have like a little step ladder on the one end and then in front of this, and then this is hard to see because like it's all uh, 3D or whatever, but there are four platforms on uh, in each end of this thing. And then there's the grate right here. And the animal that's talking to you is is in that grate. Okay, so nothing else in the room, the animal's in the grate. The room is otherwise empty. There is the exit. All right, so let's say the one you came in is from here. And then there are exits right across from the room and here, but they appear to be closed at the moment. Okay, so we came from the west going east, and there's an exit going east and an exit going south. Yeah. Bucks is going to fly towards the grate and kind of like look in. Hello? Owl, what do you see? What is the thing in the grate? Uh, Owl clicks on night vision. Okay. He doesn't, he has night vision all the time because he's a fucking owl. So you're flying over the grate? (laughs) Yeah. All right, so what you see underneath the grate is a meerkat wearing boots with a loot tied behind her back and a couple of feathers tied into the back of her head. Hey there, little help? Uh, uh, what, what, what do you, what do you see? What do you I, see, scratchy I, I think, friend? Well, uh, let's see if Bucks actually knows what this thing is so he can describe it. Uh, that's actually not bad. That's a 10. 10, okay. With a 10, you can see her. She's, uh, she's standing upright, as, as meerkats want to do, and she has a meerkat-sized lute. And it's kind of amazing. You've never seen a musical instrument for an animal before. It, it appears to be some sort of rodentia, maybe. I think I know this. Jonathan. Is it a rat? Do you see a flower? It is. No. No, I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe a meerkat rat. to someone who has never ne- ne- never seen a meerkat. It looks like dinner. Is me- meer- well, no, no. no. Uh, we do not eat the other animals because yes, uh, we might need their help. This- yeah, th- this one is different. Uh, this this one oh appears to have have some sort of small instrument with it. It's called a lute. I can play it for you if you let me out of here. Oh, yes, uh, uh, Shadow, and Bucks flies over onto Shadow's head. It's like, uh, let's, let's get this grade off. Uh, huh? Huh? Huh, chum? Hmm. Uh, okay. You try to lift the grate, but it appears to be locked in place. There's no obvious lock or key anywhere. And uh, at this point, the meerkat speaks up. It's like, um, hi, hi, my name's Amira. I'm part of the, uh, the semi, the semi-sentient uh, auxiliary of the Kingdom of Perconum. And I'm, I find myself in a little bit of a bind. These Alcara assholes seem to have taken over this, this venue. And, oh dear, lock me in here. So if you guys could do me a solid and get me out of here, I, I would be eternally grateful and I could probably help you guys find your way back. Wait a minute. She looks at the bear for a second. You know Travancore. Yes. Yes. Travancore is, he is amazing and awesome. And he is almost like a bear. And do you know, do you know Travancore? And Shadow kind of gets really excited and like paws a little says, bit at the ground. Bear, is this this um this mirror cat friend of yours? I I have not seen this m- mirror mirror. I've not seen this this person being thing. No, right. hi. You can call me. You can call me a mirror. I'm a I'm a mirror cat. So the rich interesting that 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 Lord Travancore, the vice where he chose a a bear from Faerun. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh. But I'm domesticated. I mean, I know, like, I seem like a wild spirit at heart, you know, just flimming through the breeze. But really, 
Bergano does this kind of thing. They domesticate bears. So it's really cool that he chose a a wild bear, Faerun bear, as his animal companion. Rock on. Good for him. And and you have a a loot. Yeah, yeah. So, so Perconum, in their domestication programs, have been working on trying to get, like, animals to, to help out. Like, we're good at recon. Like, it's better than sending a whole bunch of humanoids in sometimes. Like, it's good for jobs. And I am in training as a bard, if you can believe it. I'm, I'm not that bad with this thing. Would you guys like to hear a song? Yes, you give us song on the banjo. Uh, oh, yes, that that sounds most pleasant. If it's bad, do we get dinner? Shadow, before that happens, Shadow has been on enough adventures with the, the Heralds of Green. So I'm going to say that he knows that this might not be a safe place to have a song. And he's going to quickly look around and go, is it? Is this now? Is it now? We want to make noise now? I thought, or don't we want to s- sneak? Well, nothing's happened for the... I mean, the mirror speaks up and nothing's happened for the past two or three hours or so. Like, the guys who are here, I don't think are doing any kind of patrols or whatever. I can play quietly enough. I'm sneaky enough that I can I can do it. And it won't be a very long song. Please, I just need... Um, it's been forever since I've had an audience. Like, this isn't my... I wanted to display music, but but the Kingdom of Reconomy had other plans. And I got a kid I want to see home, if so. the, uh, the hairs on the back of Blue's neck start to raise and incite uh, this... Meerkat, if they're on the up and up. Sure. Blue roll inside check. Whoa. Uh, 20. Everything Soft. Amira is telling you is completely 100% honest. Like, okay. she has no hidden agenda. She's just looking to get out. She isn't... She at least believes that she's a member of the semi... Uh, semi uh, semi-sentient auxiliary. Should have picked a simpler name. It, if you had picked a simpler name, it wouldn't be you. Yeah. Well, I, I, this is true. Point, yeah, it's true. And uh, And so you guys are cool. Just a few bars. Okay, all right. If it's so, she okay. tunes her guitar. She t- she tunes her lute for a second, and it sounds like this: do 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 do. But then it turns into something else: do 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 do. It's I, I, I'm so rusty. It's, you know, I know it's weird for a bar to do it, but I don't get a chance to play that often. And I keep hearing it from, from this thing here. It plays it every every 45 minutes or so. And I've been here at least a couple of days. I, I, and she points to the, the thing and the, she the, points the, the thing. platforms. Yeah, yeah. Mirror. Uh, that was that was very good. You don't have a lot of rust. Uh, do you know song from old country about this sad potato? Potato, potato music. Uh, you know, it's it's the weirdest thing. I know what potatoes are now. We got them in the Kingdom of Perconum like two or three years ago. It's kind of a new thing. Uh, Lord Travancore, in one of his letters, wrote about something. It was like a round, red, something Ugh, or other. It's on the, the tip apple. of my tongue. He likes the apple. 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 Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. We have no song about apple in old country. We have song about potato. Only potatoes? Uh, I teach it to you one time. There's one song. It is beautiful and sad. It is about this man who has one daughter. She is the most beautiful daughter in the village. And they are starving. And her siblings have died. And her mother has died. Oh, dear. And all is left is father and daughter. And they have no potato, which is the saddest part. Um, and then the father sells the daughter to... To the military for the potato, and then he have potato, and he is full, but his daughter is die. 
At, at this point, you hear the loudspeaker, like that loudspeaker. It's not really a loudspeaker; it's just a booming voice because there are no loudspeakers in the, in the fantasy worlds. But that's kind of what you, it makes you as players think of. You are welcome from being rescued from the barbarians' domestication pens. Report immediately to training and indoctrination. The Alcar Presidency will ferment revolution in the lands of the half elves. The sentient and semi-sentient races unite to defeat the oppressor. The presidency abounds. And then it goes quiet. Who is that strange man who keeps wanting to talk about things like like being getting doctored water and things? Oh, she's Alcarin. It's they've been playing this ever since these guys took this place over. Uh, their names on the tip of my tongue, like ah. Uh... I I don't remember. I'm I'm sorry. I'm real sorry. It's just I've been trapped here for a while, and I'm not a big fan of being well, trapped. Well, how, how do we get you out? If the bars can't be moved, does this contraption have something to do with it? Possibly. It's been playing music, and that's the song it's been playing. You guys, I, I mean, take a look at it. I guess maybe maybe you can figure it out. Like I I've been paying attention to it. Like I haven't seen anyone use it since they put me in here. All right. Uh, Bucks is gonna tr- try and fly and land. On the north platform. Okay. You land on the north platform, and it lights up, and the object in the middle of the uh, of the room gets a little brighter, and it's a little easier to see what it is. If if you didn't know any better, you'd swear this was candy. Like the, the big circle thing? The or like the Mandy Moore song. Like the, like the confection that people eat. Yeah, it looks like a big thing of hard candy. That is hmm. dark. Hmm. Uh, Coco Snoot's gonna get on the eastern platform. Okay. You're on there. That one lights up. It gets a little bit brighter. And you see the hard candy, but you also see something kind of behind the hard candy. It's different in, like, texture and consistency than what's on the outside. It appears to be round and spherical. This thing has lots of layers. Are we all supposed to get on top of these platforms in, in order to open up the grate for Amira? Is this what we're doing? I, I It's worth a shot. There, I, you get on platform, yes. All right, uh, Shadow will climb up onto the north platform. The north uh, Oh, uh, I think Bucks uh, is on oh, the Oh, no, 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 oh. Shadow, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> As uh, <laughs> Shadow be, Shadow's butt begins to descend on four Bucks. <laughs> oh! Sorry. Wah, wah. Okay. I didn't see you there. Okay, I'll there go. There. You no, no, get it, ha- it happens. It happens a lot. Platform. You think I'd get used to it? I'll go to the south platform then. Okay. Sh- if south you squish owl, you will have no one to scratch your butt. This is All right, very at true. this time point, the stem is lighting up a little bit more. It's much more visible. Why? Wolf, why, why, Wolf, why do we do these? Wolf, have why, you we, ever why do we been, do this? Wolf, have you ever been to vet? Have you got the checkup where they put you on the big platform and tells you how fat you are? For instance, I gained four pounds last time. It's great to be fat. Fat is great. means you have lots of potato. I tell you, get on platform on the south and make the thing light up. You find out how fat we are all together. We get potato. Uh, you see platform with no animal? Get on platform. Why? Would you like the mirror to be free? She play us more songs. She help us fight the in- the. Oh, uh... release dinner. Okay, and no, then he's gonna no, go over no, to no, the no, east no, platform. No. Wolf, wolf, the blue. Uh, the co- my friend, we can't eat the mirror because it probably a tastes bad. I view it, it looks scrawny. Uh, B, it seemed like a friend of Travancore, which is friend of your brother. 
And you know what they say about family and causing fights when you eat their friends is no good. And, okay, so Blue steps on the platform, and now it is very clear. This is definitely candy. It is glowing, and there's a hum in the room. And I don't, you don't know if it's the Alcarans who did this or the Brakanamese, but for whatever reason, that hum really makes you want to, to lick this thing. Mm. <sighs> oh, Shadow just licks it. Okay. <laughs> nope. That just Shadow happens. starts licking it. He was already thinking about eating this thing when it was when it was candy, and then and now that it. So there are roughly twenty like bars in the grate that's holding Amira in there. One of the bars starts to retract into the floor, like meaning like from it's like it's par- it's like parallel to the floor, but it's starting to draw out, so it opens up a little huh. bit more. More uh, importantly, what does this thing taste like? Cherry. Yeah, um, Shadow's gonna keep licking. So, B- Bucks, uh, Bucks decides. You know what? I-, I don't. I don't. I think we're gonna see how many licks does it take to get to the center of this of this pup here. And he he goes to try and lick it as well. Okay, so Bucks licks, and then two more of the greats start to to open up a little bit. Hey, Wolf, you is hungry. Let's lick this thing. The bear isn't dead and the owl is not dead. No, this And this, then you this don't have like to cherry. eat the mirror. As I see them licking, I'll go over and just crunch on it. All right. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And while he's doing that, I guess I'm on the other side, so I'm licking it. All right. My so, extra long tongue. So one of you is crunching, three of you are licking. That is probably good enough and maybe the best I could have hoped for. Um... <laughs> So, Welcome to being luckily, a DM. Like, yeah, like, luckily, you guys look for a while for a non-sexual situation, and you keep going. And then I would say roughly a hundred, a hundred, a hundred on each side licks later, because you know once basically Direwolf gets to the center of this thing, but it takes you the rest of the time to lick it properly. Most of the 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 uh, the bars in the great open. It's not all of them, but it's enough that a meerkat can can crawl out of there and. Amira is free, and now you can see that she has like a key on her chain, and it is red. And she, uh, she kind of like pulls her fist out, like to anyone who wants to bump it, like, like, thanks guys, I owe you guys a solid. You're uh, all darlings in my book. Bucks goes, hovers, little owl talent, boop, boom, and then, and then like back. Shadow's off. still licking this thing. Shadow's okay. still. All right. Mirror, so, this is our new friend Wolf. I promise he will not eat you, correct, Wolf? Today. To a, I can make a promise, yes, today, and then he will not eat you tomorrow because we'll be all home by then and you will be back in the place you are from. Wait, you say if I don't eat rodent, I go to brother? If you do not eat the rodent, I will give you to your brother and he will reward you because he does not like it when he you eat his friends. You okay. cause family drama. I will spare Rodent, and you will take me home to brother. Yes, I can promise this for sure 100%. Thanks for the salad. You're a real honey of an O. Uh, that's certainly a thing to be. <laughs> and not only that, but not only is Amir free, but the two doors that you saw that were previously shut, they they open. And uh, you now have uh, egress to the east and the south. Chad will stop looking for a moment to kind of look around this large candy structure and see the door open and then immediately go back to licking it. Well, Chad, uh, well, you, you take care forever. of that. I, I will go do, uh, I'll go do what I normally do. and Do the reconnaissance. Do, uh, do the reconnaissance. And oh, uh, guys, before you do anything, I totally forgot. So there are some badasses here. 
Alcarin animals, right? And we we economy is semi semi sentinel auxiliary. God, I hate that name. Stupid freaking half elves. Well, yes, I agree. Yeah. So I can I can I can I can do a thing, and it's gonna make you a little bit more powerful than you previously were. And then Amira sort of sniffs for a little bit, and she holds up her hand to Coco Snoot, then to Shadow, then to Bucks, and then finally to Blue. It's like Three of you have very strong attachments to humanoids. And I know what that's like. It's not my thing, but I totally respect it. Things that they can do, I can make it so you can do them. What? Is that cool? Um, wait a minute. You mean, you mean like a cat spells like, like, like Jonathan? I don't have a, a whiny humanoid hanging around me all the time because I'm way too cool for that. But... <laughs> Like, I yes, you all seem frigid. I, I was... really like Travancore. He is awesome, and he oh, takes well, care well, of me. I, I was he is a Lord bear. Tra- oh no, no, Lord Travancore. He's he's the bee's knees. Don't don't let this get back to Lord Travancore, please. No. Um, oh no, it all stays in this room. I promise you. Mm. All right, tree of trust, tree of trust, tree of trust. Okay, great. All right, but but the point is, it's not my style. Like I said, if it's for you, it's totally for you, but it's not my thing. But when I was first getting started in the bard business, they paired me to a bard. So some of the things he can do, I can do. So if you guys give me a minute, I can make it so you guys can do some, not all, maybe one or two of the things that they can do. And she takes a look at Bucks and Coco Snoot in particular, like, like and maybe I can do something to, to sort of even the odds against the, against the jerks who put me in here. Sound good? Yeah. Oh, yes. That would be I, nice. All right. My Bernie does this thing with the glowy weapon. It appears, takes shapes, wax people. Love it. And then she starts playing on on her uh, on her lute. And you could hear, swear you hear a line that goes, They will want promises from you that you will and you will not. We're going to have to thank Nico after this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, Bucks, like you, you know, ordinarily you're you're small, you're 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 quick and you're still quick, but you feel more powerful, more robust, like you could take on the world or at least a boar. Coco's do same deal. Like you guys, your HP has gone up to let's just say 15. Yeah, I'm going to say to maybe 15. <laughs> yeah, 15's good. Coco Snoot and well, you don't ha- feel that same thing, but you still feel like like there are things that you know Travancore can do, that that Jonathan can do, that Bernie can do, that the three of you can do. But the connection between them and their animal kinds are powerful enough, and your and your bond, your pack bond with uh, with Carlton will let you pull abilities from him as well. So. In terms of mechanics, what you can guys do now is you have like one offensive capability and one passive ability from your respective hu- humanoid counterparts that you can now use in gameplay for the duration of this adventure. So yay! Yay! Well, I know that when Travancore wants something dead and he tells me to go and get something and get it dead and then he he marks it. And he tells me what it is by by marking it. And I want to be I want to be able to mark things like that so that uh, it can be like like Travancore was here with us. Hmm. Okay. Well, you don't have to really go through all that, but it just kind of happens because that's what you were thinking of the time. So Ooh, you now it have... just happened. That was that was really cool. You should do that all the time. I uh, you know, wish I could. This thing is only packed with so much magic, though. I mean, maybe I can keep him off your back. 
I don't know how much help I'll be in a fight, even aside from looking fabulous, which, let's be honest, that's that's half the battle, right? Right? Bucks feels me. You feel me, Bucks? Oh, 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 yes, absolutely. Bucks is like dealing with the energy welling up in him. It feels like it's gonna about to overtake him, and he's wondering, would it be better to let the energy fully envelop him so he could cast a really big sort of deal? Or would it be better for him to, to like push some of that energy away and allow a smaller ability? I'm trying to decide between Fireball, Magic Missile, or uh, Scorching Ray. Do you know how to, how to leave this place? Uh, so the way it works for us is we animals are placed in, um, in these groups, right? And each of us has sort of an ability. And when the four of us are together, we usually have the ability to teleport out back to our home base. I have three other companions that are in this in this place, and if I can get us the band back together, I should have enough that I, I we, we we can I can get you free. And once we're out of here, I can probably work on arranging some sort of teleportation spell to get you back to where you were. You said band is all barred like you. I'm not sure I want that many songs. Oh no no no! It's a it's a turn of phrase. So I'll run you through the group. We got uh we got Petros. He's an eagle. I guess he's like a knight in shining armor. He's kind of a bore, but what are you going to do? You, you can't choose your coworkers most of the time. Um, there's Noor. She is a sloth bear. So kind of similar to you, big guy. And she looks at uh, Ooh, Shadow. But Does she also know Travancore? Ah, no, I don't think she does. I, she's never brought it up, but she talks about herself all the time. So one would think that if she did, she wouldn't shut the hell up about it. And then there's Samira, who's an iguana. And she heals things. She's a cleric. Like, she should be out here instead of me, but I, I guess you found me first. So so we got to free my buddies and then get out of here and then clear up any Alcaran baddies because they got animals too. And those guys are self-righteous jerks. So we're better off just, you know, just sort of, how shall I put this delicately? Killing them? We should kill them. Totally. I'm very good We should steal their firewood jerks. too. I like killing jerks. And Shadow, at this point, just starts walking towards the east door. <laughs> then it's agreed. You guys, I, we're on the same page. I love it. <sighs> Wolf, you thought you would not get the, the 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 lunch today. Look, there are things to kill. I let you eat those things if they're tasty. Good oh, deal. Do you guys, do you carnivores like boar? It is like bacon, but a little more gamey. Just, uh, I was about to say it's a little bit more gamey. One of these, one of these assholes, they're... They're a bore, or I don't know if they're boring. They, they, I can, I can whip them a little bit, but I've been in here all day. If I get closer, we'll probably know for sure. But that should at least provide you, you carnivores, with a good meal. Wait, uh, I actually, at point of fact, I believe we are all carnivores, right? Me, I, I like carnivore. Calls me an omnivore, which I think is just his way of saying that I eat everything. The ones we have in Perconum, at least, they're they're all the above. They're smorgasbord, like, buffet-style eaters. I am a smorgasbord. I tend to go for a, a grub myself. I mean, it's not for everybody, but for me, it, it's it's satisfying. Well, I it's eat a, bit a slimy. dead frog Is once. it slimy, yet satisfying? I wouldn't go that far. I feel like I'd get in trouble if I said that. It, it's okay. I, but, uh, I but yeah, fire bear. I guess that, that sentiment is definitely true, though. I am a, a fire bear, and now I am I am also a smorgasbord. Let's go. So it sounds like the party is going east. Well, Shadow just yes. headed towards the door he saw. Open I it, will so. follow just the bear that maybe doesn't have it. Which is a babysitter. I guess that is me. 
Amira, despite herself, despite her cool demeanor, like knows that Shadow is linked with Travancore, and she's following Shadow like almost instinctively. Hello, everyone. Allow me to pause the action for just a moment to give you, our loyal fans, a special gift. The wonderful folks behind Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms has given us a code for a free gold chest in their game. What's Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms? Well, it's an officially licensed D&D idle clicker game that you can download and play on your PC via Steam. I've been playing it for a while now, and trust me, it's loads of fun. I usually have it running while I'm editing the audio for our episode. So I'm really excited that we have this offer for our listeners. Gold chests contain five cards from uncommon to rare rarity and give you buffs and sometimes equipment for your champions. Now, this code expires at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on January 28th, 2018. So you only have a week once this episode is posted. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. E-M-Y-S-S-A-X-E-V-I-L-L-T-O-R-T. So use that code, and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. Uh, Bucks takes wing and stealthily flies into the next room. Yeah, Shadow will pause at the door as Bucks goes winging in, because Shadow knows that Bucks is quieter and quicker than he is, so he'll let him take point. Okay, so you are in the next room. And what you see is roughly in the middle of the room. Fire, a ring of fire, a ring of fire. (laughs) In the middle of that ring of fire, sure enough, is a being that resembles Noor. So I'll just put a little letter letter N there. And Noor, as you recall, is the... The sloth. Yeah, the sloth bear. And she's not looking great. She looks up and she sees Shadow and she almost bows a little bit. Like she can almost smell the royal family on her. But otherwise, she's kind of trapped there, and you can see that she has, like, something around her neck, but you can't see what it is. Oh, uh, um, hello. Hello. Are, are, are you Nor? Yes, 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 I am. Oh. I am Nor the Great. Yeah, Oh, well, true. you look like you're a bit of a bind. Uh, it, it, lo- it looks clear, everyone. Why don't, why don't you come in and, 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 uh, and have, a look, have a look at Nor the Great? Yes, Nor, um... You are surrounded by fire. We have Bear who thinks he is immune to fire. No, no. I uh, tell Co- you. Lord Cocos, Baron von Cocos, he, he is a fire bear. And, and mm-hmm. Bucks winks at Cocos. I, I, am, I am a bear. I am a fire bear. Owl, may I have conversation with you in corner where no one can hear? Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> Okay. So you guys have your aside. Uh, we'll, we'll focus on, uh, on bear, the Baron and, the, and Bucks. For the time being. Can can you hear the whisper she's going to do first? <laughs> Owl. Owl. You yeah. know Bear. Bear is going to... Your, the bear, which these people seem to very much like, is going to go into that fire and catch on fire. And I have not taught him stop, drop, and roll yet. And then we will have a burnt bear to bring back to the ranger. Uh, yes, I understand that, but at the I, same time... There is time, no amount of apples in the world that is going to make well, him happy after the bear listen, is burned. I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't particularly like this situation either, but we can't destroy... Shadow's Shadow's perception of himself. He introduces himself as a fire bear, and, and we we must 
We must try and protect that, I believe. We, how, how can we do this? How can we try and try and make him still seem like a firebear? We must convince Shadow he is only immune to fire he produces. Just oh, don't, don't don't let him go in the fire. Oh, he that is get... that that is that is very yes yes. I think that could work. Okay, he uh, will get the death if he goes in the fire. It will just be like the sad song from old country about the little boy that ate a bad potato and died. It was incredibly tragic. Potato is supposed to sustain life, not oh, take dear. life. It's horrible. Thought the well, thing he loved, then it killed him. Just like the bear. Well, maybe maybe later on you can tell us something more amusing about potatoes, but I think for now you are onto something. So we will... You eat them and then later in your life you die when you have no potato. Is no amusement. Just mm. life and death, my friend. Okay. Um, As they uh, have this conversation... <laughs> yeah, I want to have a conversation with Shadow. Okay. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'll turn to Blue and I'll say, I can just walk over there and, and go get... Go get Nor. What do you think? What... You say you fire bear? What is fire bear? I am made of fire. You look like you're made of fur. You smell like you're made of fur and meat. I'm made of that too. I paw I paw on Shadow Firebear. I'm like, you do not feel like fire. Fire is scary. Fire is scary, but I have I have been able to to sustain fire for a while now. Watch. And Shadow's just gonna walk right into the fire. Oh, okay. Oh. oh. So Well, okay. And we'll say that he's starting to walk into the fire as you guys are finishing your conversation. Oh, so Amira, bear, bear, no bear! What are you doing, bear? Amira like tries to chase him. Like, Whoa, what are you doing? That's not cool! And she trips, and something happens. The key that's on her neck like falls off of her and lands on Shadow. Like Shadow, she she trips, and Shadow will just automatically reach out a paw to catch her, and it'll just land on his on his paw. How about that? Okay, so she lands <laughs> safe, but then the key, I guess, lands on Shadow's like head, basically, and the fire, for whatever reason, recognizes whatever is in this key, and it retracts a little bit, and so it makes a path for Noor to climb out, which she does. Jesus, titty fucking Christ. And Noor is like, whoa! Wow, Bucks has a potty mouth. What the hell? And then she she smells, and she's able to confirm her suspicion. I like you, now, buddy. That uh, that this isn't any ordinary bear. That uh, that some Prokhanami's royalty is spending time with these animals, and she kind of does like the the closest thing a sloth bear could do to bow. She says, "Thank you." I'm happy to help. And Amir is like. Thank you. That's all you got. Ordinarily, you're just talking, and then you just got you just got two words for them. Wow, I, I love it. The, mark your calendars, day, got everybody. This is the day that Noor shut the hell up, and then Noor just kind of gives a low growl as if you know, keep keep talking. I'm I'll, I'm gonna eat you when you're not looking. And then Amira, you know, her sap mouth kind of just subsides from that point. I like the lady Noor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Bucks is still standing on. Coco Snoot's head, like mouth agape, wings kind of slack. <laughs> Baron von Coco Snoot, did, yes. did that just happen? Yes, I. Truthfully, it is for the better, right? No one crushed his dream. Magic key got him through fire. I, we are doing pretty. I, we're doing pretty good. Back in a thousand, as I heard my Bernie once say. Yes, I agree. Hey, Shadow let's, will. Let's move on. Shadow will grab the key that fell on him and no, hand it back. No, Shadow, to... keep key on you. Keep key on you. Oh, but 
this is not mine. This uh, this is oh. Amira. This is your key, is this Mirror not? Mirror wants you to have key because you is Travancore's friend, right, Mirror? Whoever wants the keys can have the keys. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to sweat the details. I fucking love that you call her Mirror. <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh... And sure enough, you see, now that the fire is... The fire was kind of taking all the attention out of the room. It was lighting everything up, but kind of obscuring everything on the walls at the same time, the way fire can do sometimes. Now you see that directly to the south, there is a door. And, you know, very uninterestingly, there is a red keyhole. And there is a blue keyhole. I remember this from a game that Trevancore used to play that he called Doom. And Doom was a game (laughs) that he enjoyed, but he said it, it included a lot of keys. Of all the things to survive the old world. <laughs> Does this key go in that door? Roll a perception check. Oh. Or invest Yes, the, the P stands for, put this up here, perception check. That's a five. With a five, one's blue, one's red, one's uh, blue, hold on. that, one's that'll red. That'll be actually a 20, uh, for perception, that'll be a 22. So on careful inspection, you see that while the colors do match, there's also like a shape that's sort of embedded in each of the colors in the door. And funnily enough, the blue key is shaped like the shape on the red door, and the red key is shaped like the shape on the blue door. And it's not something you would have noticed unless you were looking at it very carefully, and thankfully you were. This key has that shape, and that key has that shape, but they're all the same color. Oh, interest. Well, actually, would Bucks be the only animal that could see the colors? Nope, we're all magic animals. We can see color. Done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just, for their all intents and purposes, like, there is some sort of weird magic in this place. Whatever it is that allows you to talk to each other in, in what roughly equates to common, even though your lips aren't moving, you kind of just hear each other in your head. So this is kind of how it's working. But as far as you know, it's limited just to language and color. And it seems very deus ex machina, but you dismiss this thought because you have more important things to do. <laughs> you can see the colors for whatever reason. And it's really weird. Like, you're not used to this at all because none of you guys are, other than perhaps The bus, colors, Duke. The colors. Yeah, it's like this place is just looks really weird to you. It's like it's like going into, I guess the closest cultural equivalent is, is like going from like Kansas in uh, in the Wizard of Oz to going to uh, Munchkin Land. This is there, you kind of to you yeah. there you go. There you go. Uh, I I think we keep the key we have for now, and then we get the second key, and uh, the fire bear can put the keys in the thing. How about that? Okay. Okay. So, Noor just sort of lowers her head, and the key falls off, and Amira is able to pick it up and give it to, uh, to Shadow, and now he's kind of holding, like, two keys in his mouth, like, kind of like George Papard from the A-Team, with two cigars, (laughs) I guess, so... (laughs) Oh, they don't have like a they don't have like a necklace or something. It's just the key. They do, but it'd be hard. I mean, it's kind of hard for Shadow to be able to do it. So I think he's Amira's gonna be like, "Hey, big guy. I know manual dexterity is not your thing, but if you need me to sort of play point, like I can I can do that yeah, for you." I really want you to this key because I I need to be able to bite things in case we end up in trouble. As he hands uh, over the key. Oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. I'll take that as a yes. So, sure enough, uh, Nora's looking at the keys, and she's like, so which one goes where again? Uh, that, that shape goes with that one, and that one goes with that one. Or at least those match. I don't know if they actually go, so you can't... All right. But you can't blame me if it's wrong. Well, that's not how that works. Amira puts the, uh, the keys in. Is there one you want to do first or then the other, or does it not matter? 
Uh, alphabetical order. Blue and then red. Okay. All right. So Amira does it in this order. And you hear kind of whirring and a hitch and a pitch. And it sounds like something bad is going to happen. But then you hear some steam release. And the door kind of rolls open in the way like a like a Star Trek door is like going like this side. It goes like up, basically. And what you see is a very big room. Shadow will look over at Blue and be like, that was that was very smart. Thank you. Blue do good? Blue is smart. S-M-R-T. You guys are all right. <laughs> and Amira says, are you sure you guys haven't done work with the semi-sentient auxiliary? Yes, very sure. I did, however, once almost get conscripted into White Army. It was terrifying, but that is story for another day. I believe I was been summoned before for the for the purpose of the war, but uh, but 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 I don't. Uh, uh, sometimes my memory is a little a little fuzzy, going back a hundred years or so. So this room is a bit bigger than the other ones you've seen. It's actually suspiciously big. So what you see in the room is a big lagoon, basically, and in the middle of the lagoon there is an eagle chained up, and there is a crocodile in the water, and then you see like two jerks here and then you see like this room a little higher up it's like a two-story room and there is a lady who looks like a half-elf sitting at the desk so sort of looking out there and she's at the loudspeaker and she says to this remember delayed obedience is disobedience and disobedience imperils our beloved freedom we are free to form the body of the alkar presidency most of us have hands some of us are spleens. All hail the brain and heart of the state, the high council of citizens. We the citizens decide our fate. All glory to the high council of citizens that defends our liberty and sets the prices for bread and medicine. And then it stops. Bucks is going to try and sneak in. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say the assholes. Like, what are they? Like, do we see them? Yes, we do. Yeah, it's like, they're, I mean, a jerk is not. I was like, what? Is that what animals just call all mean humans? <laughs> so you see a crocodile swimming in the moat, and that's where the eagle is. And then you see the first one here is a boar, and he is angry. And you, it looks like he has a mustache, which is weird because boars aren't supposed to have mustaches. But this one kind of does. And it says, hey, hey, you there, you bastards. You are not to pass here. We will be the vanguard of the Alcara presidency, not you. Not your jerks. I'm not a vanguard. I'm a smorgasbord. And then there's a wolf here to the right. That has never been more. And she just kind of rolls her eyes. And she's like, Molno, shut up. I just want to get this job done and get back to my cubs. Can, can, can we do that and have you not talk? I mean, just bear in mind you're delicious. I'm a professional. I will not eat you unless you push me. And then Molno sheepishly says, just kind of quiets down a little bit. We haven't rulers to deal, deal with. And then Eliama just kind of sighs. is like, yeah, you're right. Hey, you. You four. You hand over the meerkat, and you hand over the sloth bear, and you can leave with your lives. I do not have hands. I look at the the wolf. It's an expression! Hey. Hey. Sup. Roll a... You know what? If, I, if you're doing what I think you're doing... <laughs> I want you to roll a uh, charisma. Yeah, just roll a roll a charisma roll a charisma check. Wolf, <laughs> minus two. Wolf, are you hitting on the other wolf? I believe she said something about being married. 
No, she said she has uh, cubs. She didn't bro- say she was married. Brother was step stepbrother, so no Yo, judgment. No, ju- no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. no. Uh, so for the audience listening, I rolled a negative one. Oh. Is that our first negative you roll this in all the rest of us, We don't give you the side eye. We just give you an incredulous look. Like, really? With, Here? With I a negative one? that's actually one? our first negative roll in Dungeon Drunks. No, no. Bucks had one. <laughs> well, with a negative one, Eliyama looks up and says... I don't have enough to deal with this guy here who can barely do his job. I gotta get hit on at my place of business. Really? Yes. Why did they... Of course. Why why would it be otherwise? Why would I have a place to go to work where I can provide for my cubs and and just do my job and then do whatever and then party on the left, party on the right. I don't even care. Like, let's just kill these guys. And they move forward around the moat. Wolf, I am. I am sorry. This, this, this other wolf, other wolf. I'm sorry. Our wolf did the hitting on you. Um, we will probably kill you today, but I just want you to let want to let you know, you have a right to a harassment free workplace. Roll a persuasion check. So seven in charisma is what? Negative two. So I get so negative two plus three is a one, so I get a d20 plus one. Yep. Not too yep. bad. That's a 13. Alright. She she's not trying to, she's she's just trying to reassure this wolf that as she dies, it, she'll still get a harassment-free workplace. <laughs> Alright, so with a 13, Eliyama sort of looks at Coco Stute, a little bit surprised, and says, I appreciate that. And then she looks in the moat and says, Casimir, ostensibly Casimir is the name of this crocodile, I didn't name them. Oh, wait, I did. Take your time getting out of the moat. You don't have to rush to kill these guys right away, but join us when you can. And we can all roll for initiative. So I can give you names, like short names for them, because I don't feel like having you guys spell out long Malayalam names. So the bear, the the, the boar can just be Mo, M-O. The wolf will just be Ailey, A-L-E-Y. And then the uh, the, the, the crocodile will just be Kaz, C-A-Z. Casimir is probably the easiest one to spell the three. Okay. All right, Shadow got an eight. What did Bucks get? Uh, 17. And Coco Snoot? Four. And Blue? Five. He's got a tuck in his tail between his legs, ashamed of what he did earlier. What's the boar? The boar rolled a one. Oh, no. And the wolf? Wolf rolled a nine. And the crocodile? Natural 20. Everybody Oof. drink. Well, those of you playing at home can drink. I'll drink, too. I don't know if the players are going to drink or not. So, it looks like the crocodile is going first. Ooh, that's exciting. Alright, so, uh, Amira and Nord are going to hang back. They're not really equipped for combat. Uh, Amira might be able to heal. There's need to heal, but she's not going to have a, a turn in combat unless... Oh, I think I need even both a turn in combat like so they can do an action, right? So just make them last. Just make them after um, Mohanlaw, because I didn't roll for them. Okay, Casimir never really got a chance to develop his character or do anything. Really just kind of grumpily talk style crawls out of the moat and has enough movement to uh, to go after Blue. And what Casimir is going to do is bite Blue. Oh, but I'm guessing an 8's not going to hit. Uh, no, uh, AC 14. Okay, alright. So Crocodile's kind of annoyed with himself, kind of just I think Grumps is like, I, like gives you a look like, I got a bet for this. And ends its turn. Who's next? It Bucks' turn. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, oh, 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 well, I 
I've always wanted to do this. It's so exciting. Um, well, how, to, how does Jonathan do it? Oh, yes. Fireball! And... Whoa! And <laughs> Bucks... <laughs> fire, he, like, holds out his little talons as he's, uh, as he's flapping and detonates a fireball in the back, right about here. Are you sculpting around uh, the, the eagle in the cage? He is! As okay. he took Sculpt Spell as his passive ability. Nice! I would hope so. <laughs> so, oh, right. oh so, I've watched Jonathan do this all the time. Oh, oh, f- fireball! So remind our friends at home, what do uh, Mo and Ailey have to do? They must make a dexterity saving throw, DC 16, and right. to Travancore Jr. Nice! All right, Mo first, five, and then Ailey. Wow, these guys are rolling like like terrible tonight. This is not their evening. Does it also hit the crocodile, or does it not get that far? Oh, it gets the crocodile. Oh, does it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Radius sweet. 20. Okay. Well, then. Did you just kill everything in the room? You might have. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for the eagle. I specifically tried to sculpt around him and not and, and not kill him. Also, Focus this new, is a- looks over at a, at a shadow and goes, Well, look, look, bear, it's Fire Eagle. Um, um, and uh, Ooh, I make Fire Eagle. I yes. make the fire like just barely graze shadow, like as if maybe he had something to do with this. I was like, Oh, oh, shadow, I'm so glad you were standing next to me and I benefited from your, from your fire business. So, so thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you see Blue kind of cowering from the fire, like, Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Always God. happy to help a friend. This is actually a better fireball than drop the magic muscular cast. <laughs> That's that is perfection. Yeah. Wow. So that actually, I was so worried about nerfing these guys to make sure they didn't kill you, and uh, instead the opposite has happened. Um, Mo, Ailey, and Casimir, whose backstory we never got into, all fall over dead. Holy shit! So, well, actually, I, no, 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 I'm going to rewind the tape, because it's it's very bad form for me as a first-time DM. Um, Bucks, how would you like to do this? So, um, as, 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 as Bucks flies in, uh, I, I look at the room, I look, I see my enemies, and I think, what would Jonathan the Magic Musk, oh, what, what am I thinking? Of course, what Jonathan Magic Musk, fireball, and, and. Uh, throw the fireball, and each each of the enemies get 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 incinerated. Yes, that's that's the word. Incinerated. Yes. Wow. Okay. So on seeing this, the lady at the loudspeaker kind of just cocks her eyebrow, rock style. I mean, I can't do that, but you can all imagine it. And she looks over to the tiger, constrictor snake, and panther who are waiting in the wings, and they look at this and they're like, "No." <laughs> For whatever reason, there is a a portal. That lead somewhere, and the three of them just sort of shake their head, and they're just like, "You could swear the tiger like lifts a paw as if to give this lady the finger." <laughs> Middle claw goes up, gives him the paw, and so she gets on the loudspeaker or whatever it is, or whatever allows her to speak to you. She presses down on something. Wow, cousin Travancore did good. Do you do you know Travancore? Oh no, not this again. Only by reputation. My name is Evelyn Ayer. I am the president of the Alcara presidency and the sworn enemy of all Perconomies. 
but Travancore is my friend, and you you should like him because he is good. He is almost as good as being a bear. And how can you understand me? That's a little weird because even he can only kind of understand me. But oh, this, but is, this place is weird. Remember that one time you talked to him for a while? Yes, but I had to have help. That that uh, dog that wasn't a dog that was a dog. She she cast a spell, kind of like what Jonathan can do. And then I could talk to her, and he could talk to me. And it was nice. Are you nice? Did you cast a spell? And he's saying this to the lady in the loudspeaker. I happen to think I'm a very nice person. I liberated this, this bastion of animal slavery from the monarchists in Perconum and dedicated it to the people of Alcara, who are dedicated to freedom, democracy, and fair prices for bread and medicine. And I am impressed. I, I'm the one who brought you here. I was hoping... To tell you the truth about your 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 friend, my cousin, the 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 erstwhile viceroy of Glenmar. Leas, let us hear your truth before he kill you too. He's a conqueror. They're all. His dad was a conqueror. His grandfather was a conqueror. His grand that guy's grandmother was a conqueror. They are all conquerors. He's gonna whisper sweet nothings into your ear. He's gonna tell you all kinds of things about elevation and peace. And I'm telling this to you because if I tell it to a human, I don't know if they're going to believe me or not. I'm hoping that I can get through to you guys to realize that this dude is bad news. His father killed my father by turning into a giant and stepping on him. How disrespectful is that? They were brothers. That is an interesting thing that his father could do. Could your father turn into a giant too? My father wasn't a musician. My father was, was a paladin. He was noble. He came here. He came to our homeland of Alcara, ostensibly on the mandate of Congress, and he turned it down. And his father and his brother had them killed for it, because he believed in peace. And now, if you're not going to be on my side, I offer you a warning. Perkanum took away our kingdom, so Alcara exists in Faerun now. If Perkanum has its side set on Faerun, Faerun will be ours. What do you mean, ours? You said uh, you are not a part of uh, this Brakhanum. I'm not part of Al- Brakhanum. I'm part of Alcara. Freedom-loving people, dedicated to fair prices for bread and medicine. Dedicated to the rule of the people. Dedicated to only moderate lines for rations. Dedicated to the glorious state and the people realizing their responsibility to the state rather than living and wasting their lives on, on idle luxury. Ah, uh, yes, um, Tricolore is what they call you. I heard of this, this one time. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it took them like a hundred or so years, but it ended up working out. Once they got rid of the original revolutionaries, they had a man. His name was Guillotine. I digress. Um, I am this a is dog. all interesting. But yes, she's a dog and I'm a bear. And we just want to get back to where we were we were from before you, you took us. So are you going to let us go back or do we have to kill you? Because... I'm very good at that. I am a smorgasbord of fire bear. And at that, uh, Bucks lands on Shadow's head and like raises his wings and flutters. <laughs> and, and I want to go with them. Evelyn rolls her eyes, presses a button. The button releases uh, the cage that's holding up the eagle. And then there's another button that releases uh, Samara and uh, yeah, the iguana. Samara the iguana. And she looks into the there and says, tell the Viceroy Glenmar I'm coming for him. And I'm coming to collect his head. And then she well, goes through the portal and leaves. Does she not under- 
understand this is going to be very hard because none of us talk to anyone except I, I was except just, you, Owl. You do the brain I, thing I, I with the thing. I, I've been thinking of what what to what to, what, what what to try to convey to Jonathan the the events here. I, I he'll be able to see it, but but some of the words may be missing. We. It's going to be very. Will be strange. is going to be very, very, very frustrating. On seeing that the Evelyn is gone, Amira and Noor and the whole party sort of come up to you guys, and you know Amira's is very impressive. She does like this meerkat clap, and she's like, "That was awesome! You are the littlest one, but you got the biggest fire. That was rad." In in another world, you could totally be semi sentient auxiliary. You, you, my, my dear, my dear bucks are, are, are a honey of a no. You're all honeys of a no, as far as I'm concerned. As a matter of fact, I want you to have this memento from, from our, our time together. And she goes into her, like, hair. See, she has a kind of feather mullet that she waved into the back of her head. And she takes out a feather for each of you. And they're peacock feathers. And they're very nice. And they're not really special about them, necessarily. What does it smell like? Strangely enough, it smells like papaya. And you don't know why it smells like papaya and why it comforts you, but it's almost reassuring that, that there's some sense of normalcy after what's been a very bizarre day. Mm. And then she looks at the other three and she's like, all right, we can get the, the teleportation thing going, right? We can adapt it to work for these guys. And then Patros is like, yeah, yeah, I think so. It shouldn't be a problem. No, no, definitely not a problem. No. Wait, mirror, a mirror, mirror. Amira, yeah. What's up? What's up, lovely? Let's let's dispense with the uh, what do we call them? In terms of endearment, we are not. Uh... We are not deer. We. I am a bear. She. He is a dog, and that is an owl, and that is a wolf. Hi. Tell me about this lady that you do not like, and why you do not like her, and why she does not like her cousin. Is bad news when the family feuds. This is bad news. Now, keep in mind. I am an animal, and they don't educate us as way the way they do the humanoids. And that is a problem, for at least for me. Maybe we'll take it up with them one day, maybe we won't. But here's the inside of Skinny I know from the Bard, because thankfully I trained under one of these guys, and you know Bard. If you met Bards, you know they never shut the hell up. I have met a chicken once that was like a song-playing chicken. Wow, they have chickens in the Faerun that can be bards? That's amazing. So you have that the, the domestication program there, too. Sort of a big... Very big, scary chicken. And she kind of gets what you mean, the uh, the Aracocra, and she kind of like, oh. Wait. All right, was, so here's what I Kokosu know. Was Kokosu around for that? There was, there was this family No, Kokosu was not, but we'll say that there was stories. So, so these Alcara guys are assholes. They talk about democracy all the live long day, but really they're just another oppressive regime. Like, they're talking about bread and medicine. Like, those are not things you celebrate when you live in a free state. You ever live in a place that called itself the Democratic Republic of whatever, but was really the opposite of that? Now, I live with Travancore, and he's just a guy. I have not heard of... I have seen such things, but um, but as a, as, as a small celestial, such, such things are too big for me to affect. I live in the woods. He does live in the woods, yes, that's true. <laughs> Here's here's what I'll tell you about what I I've broke seen. Lauren. Oh god, that was the best line all night. Humanoids are hard to work with. They're stubborn. They're tall. They think they're smarter than us. They think they're better than us. 
but some are better than others, and the only thing in my experience you can judge a humanoid by is by their actions and what they did by you. This lady trapped you in a dungeon and tried to get you to win her over to her statecraft. I'm guessing. I've never met Lord Travancore before, but he's got to be better than that, right? Well, right? Travancore, he, I can't do chat when I'm laughing. You calm down. I talked to the mirror for you for a Tra- little while. Travancore Catch your is, breath, bear. is a bear. Is a bear, and he is awesome, and I love him, and he has saved our lives many, many times. And now we have to go back to where wherever we were going before we came here because we have to we have to somehow get bucks to tell him that he is in danger anything else you guys want to know before i power this thing up why you call him lord travancore is that like his first name like my first name is baron uh kind of like uh you can call someone baron you could call someone charlie though i would never call someone charlie what a name bucks raises a claw like a well actually claw but then puts it back it's just like eh, whatever <laughs> Again, I'm not super up on this humanoid stuff because, frankly, what they do is boring to me. From what I understand from that 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 never shut up, he bard. Like Lord is just the generic honorific used for for these big shots. Lord Travancore, Lord, or it could be, it could be a Lord Duke or a Viceroy or whatever. And we just sort of use that in our country to to talk about these guys. Viceroy Travancore doesn't have the same ring to it, I guess. Like it's ah. kind of a dumb sounding name anyway, don't you think? Well. He's interesting. You keep calling them dumb, but you keep oh, honoring shit, them. Shit, shit, shit. Do not, do, do not let this get back to, to Lord Travancore, please. I got a kid. I like I, I have fun at work, but it's just, just don't let them hear this, man. I, I got, I got a little, I got a little I farted on Bernie's face, and she just kind of made a face at me. I do not think you should be so worried that Travancore will come after you. And if you are, there's a thing to consider. But we'll tell him you think he's dumb. You'll see what happens. You'll be fine. I fart in in the same room as Travancore all the time, and he yes. just laughs. This bear one time farted, thought I was going to die. Oh, I, I thought, I, oh, asphyxiation is coming I, for me. I, 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 I saw home once well, after after one of Shadow's farts, and and oh, I thought I thought oh, it's taking me. Hello, hello, home. But no, I I, I lived. My farts are like fireballs. Yes, that is the most accurate thing you have said all night. All right, is it time to go home? We, I look, Mirror, you will be eaten by this wolf over here. I promise the wolf, it would not oh. eat you if I bring it to its brother, is which is the, the Carlton wolf, the that wolf is, is coming the with us. It's up to you yes, guys. I believe the wolf is coming with us. Oh, excellent. Uh, Another he, friend. Yes, I go to brother. Hey, so. So I don't get starstruck very often, but let me just say... That look in Lauren's face. <laughs> ...are so rad. You guys are, like, the best. You, you're you awesome to the max. Anytime you want to do, like, a team-up with my guys and your guys, like, just hit me up. And then she reaches into, like, her bag or satchel, or into loot, actually, strangely enough. There's something hidden in loot. And it looks suspiciously like a little miniature sending stone. All right, so who gets the pager? Uh, give to Bear. Bear Bear has earned it. He's Travancore's friend. You are Travancore's friend. And may I give you a piece of advice before we go? Yeah, man, do it up. Never meet your heroes. I've heard that before. And at that, she turns away from the very erstwhile, vaguely Baltic <laughs> Baron Von Coco Snoot. And uh, she finds, like, she can't really find a place, like, to... To put this stone on Shadow, so... He'll just, just says, take it in his jaws yeah, and oh. be like, Okay, it's okay. <laughs> That's a smarter place than my brother puts it. 
Yes, I open up, honey. It's it's been a blast, and she kind of just like re- leans in, grabs like each side of Shadow's face, and kind of just kisses him on the nose. And she puts it there, and then she powers up her device, and then everyone turns their respective keys, and then sort of they the whole room kind of whites out. And when it whites back in, when that white space like kind of draws back in, the three of you find or four of you rather find yourself back in. I'm gonna take over DMing duties for just a moment here. Okay. And you can well, have okay. them back. Let me, let me, can I rewind the tape for a second? Sure. The room goes white. And the room goes on white. And then... So you guys had just headed into the teleportation circle because the last thing you remember is all of your people had been leaving to go fight or maybe be friends with a bunch of kobolds. You weren't exactly sure. But you expected to appear in this tiny little room that Joster Tealeaf had been in. And you had this little weird adventure... And then all of a sudden you appear about 20 seconds after your humans had appeared in this room with these kobolds and all these dead bodies and this fight going on outside. And the last thing you see is Jonathan, the Magimuscular, setting off a fireball. And although you all know that it can be sculpted around these kobolds, the kobolds don't seem to believe it. And they turn towards you all and say, they're attacking us! No! And you hear Bernie use um, her best voice to say, Hail, Diamat! <laughs> and we'll pause there. Oh. Because if you're going to make this canon and bring along a direwolf, then I know how to make a canon. That, uh, you know, just the... <laughs> oh the D- you, you are the DM now. <laughs> and I'm just sort of like bowing, not worthy. I feel like all worthy. the animals would just be in their respective voices going, oh shit. And it would just go come out. <laughs> like, or just like a, oh, oh, oh crap. Or just a Scott Bakula style, oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Jesus titty fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and now Bugs has the catchphrase. Are we going to have to steal it at the end from you? Warning? But if. But, like, the last episode, literally, that's where it yeah, ended. Yeah. I'm like, well, if, you, if you're going to make that happen. That works for me. But, but Jack. Jack. That was really fun. Oh, I'm glad you guys liked it. I, I was so worried I about putting together. another I, animal adventure. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I want to do another one of these at some point in the future. Maybe you guys will have to team up with Amira and her squad again. Um, I can't give you guys XP, I don't think. But what I, I I can say is You what just I... gave them a direwolf. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah you okay. don't need experience. Right. So they now have a direwolf. Is you guys did fantastic. You brought these characters to life, all four of them. It felt fun, it felt real, there were stakes. We have some some backstory stuff to play with now. And uh thank you guys so much for making my first DM experience uh, awesome. I love you guys. Thank you for being awesome and diving into so the DM. And now, uh, Jonathan, you're the only one that's left. And I have something. We'll 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 see how it we'll see how it goes. I, I do have something. Nice. You know, we, oh, yeah. We've got some time. This has been like a once a quarter type of thing. But yes, yeah. uh, thank you so much. That was super fun. It was super fun to play Shadow the Fire Bear. And now now I pass off to you the fact that he is a smorgasbord. He is a smorgasbord. <laughs> I like that. I feel like every single one of us should take a turn being Shadow the Fire Bear. Oh. 
I feel like depending on, like, it should be one of those things where at some point everybody gets a chance to A, do the shadow voice, yeah. and B, come up with a different way that shadow views the world. We we do not steal picnic baskets. Ooh. That is an offensive, hurtful <laughs> stereotype. That is an offensive, This is like the one where shadow is actually playing a Phoenix Wright game. Uh- <laughs> Objection! Objection! Damn it, Jules, I was drinking something. <laughs> and I guess I'm going to have to have a chat with um John and John. Jonathan about dire wolves and how to convey that Travancore's life is in danger. So those will be interesting discussions mm-hmm. to have. So so I thank you because it is really difficult to do any kind of DMing. Yeah. It's super difficult to do DMing in a one shot. And then it's extra difficult to do a one shot that imparts backstory role playing that I can then bring into the regular game. So or thank you. also like sure. a one shot that stays in one episode. Yeah. yeah. I haven't succeeded on that yet. <laughs> That's Neither okay. have I. Well, I cheated. I crammed a bunch of stuff together at the end. <laughs> oh, no. One, fi- one fireball playing. wiped everything out. You did not cheat. Yeah. You were a DM. You were. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Also, literally, like... Bucks cast the best fireball that's ever been cast. Yeah. Like, Pretty I close. was not counting on that. Pretty like, close. I close. You know, I freaking gave him fireball. There's no point in sending the other three creatures out there. I'm just be like, nope. Just quit on this bitch. Sorry, <laughs> oh, bitch. man, that was so good. But Evelyn deserves it because she kind of is one. So I think I'll, I'll lift my moratorium on that word just one time for her. I will, I will say that I um, had prepared, based on every Latvian potato joke I've ever read, <laughs> a different song about old country. <laughs> I was, okay, hold on, hold on. So when we were, when, when Bucks and Coco Snoot were talking, I was trying to draw out some sort of Latvian potato thing. So I think it's only fair that you give us something now. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, uh, like just Pick the your favorite. Joke? Just the, let me think joke. Uh, let me see. What While she joke. looks that up, I'll have to say your accent was so much fun that I had a hard time not falling into also accent and also doing kind of Russian Latvian accent for Shadow. <laughs> Mine was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a gruff, gravelly voice. And then you start doing that. I'm like, those are going to be really close. When you <laughs> go, slip. I assumed you were going for French a little bit because you said a few things and I was like, ah, this wolf is French. <laughs> uh, no, this is this is a favorite. What <laughs> are one potato say other potato? I don't know. What. I don't know. Premise ridiculous. Who have two potato? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Latvian walk into bar with mule. Bartender say, why so long face? Latvian say, I was thinking of my daughter. She have been killed by soldier. <laughs> <laughs> this is some Yakov Smirnoff shit right here. Oh, if our numbers these are- go up in Estonia and Lithuania after this, we'll have you to think. And with that, we're gonna call it an evening because what better way to go out on than 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 that? Yeah. Than that. And next time when we come back, we'll we'll see what happens with our human friends who have only been gone for a moment, and we'll see what what reaction we get when we suddenly appear with a dire wolf. Hey, hey dire wolf! We brought brought you present. Is almost potato. Thanks for listening to our adventure. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks. Or find us online at www.dungeondrunks.com. And see you next encounter. <laughs>